All right. Okay, I need to. Uh... Oh, I see. That's why I was like, it's like you asked for the ketchup when I was already trying to open the ketchup bottle. You know, you just don't do that. Does it happen frequently to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> just an example. We ready? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Alex Kavan. I'm Ryan Tanganall. And welcome to the Beer Happy Hour. And Gatorade. Hangover Hour. Drinking a Bayern Pilsner Lager and a Bayern Amber Lager and a Bayern <laughs> Hell's Lager. It's left over from a craft pack I bought um, for a sketch shoot we did. Just picking up spare beers off the road. It was a really crazy night. Just uh, yeah. drinking them. Just can't even go buy a six pack anymore. I couldn't go buy a six pack because I got too drunk yesterday on my birthday. So I oh, got yeah. that Happy right birthday, before Alex. we. Oh, Alex Happy had to say it was his birthday again. He was 38 years old. Closer to death. 26 is the worst age. 38 you years young. You have to find health insurance. Now he has to get off Obama or get off. The, I have to get on Obama. You have to get off the couch and go to Obamacare. Have to go to healthcare.gov and use it and get stuck. God damn it! I'm drinking a Bitterroot Brewing from Hamilton, Montana, Nut Brown Ale, and I went with the big bottle Delicious. because I only want one beer, one big beer. This is also a Pilsner. Pilsner. Yeah, nut brown ale. Where's Bitterroot at? Bitterroot Valley, so like Stevensville, Hamilton, oh. Corvallis, Missoula, South of Missoula. Missoula beers again. Well, that's Missoula. That's north. This is south. I don't think they ever got to see the episode where we did a, other Missoula beers. Who's they? No one watches the show. <laughs> we actually got one comment. <laughs> did we? Yeah. Let me read the comment. Um, oh, here we go. Comment of the comment of the week. Fan comment of the week. <laughs> I saw it this morning. I was pretty excited. It's like you guys suck. <laughs> we have we have gotten a comment that said that, where a guy was like, "No, just no." And let you guys learn, I don't want to watch your shitty show, because we always post in the Bozeman subreddit, <laughs> and like they can't figure it out why we're doing it. There's only like eight people who are on that flipping sub. I know, and he doesn't like to see us up there. God, I hate these guys. <laughs> Who I, are they though? I, I, I like that we names. like skip weeks, so they're like, oh, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. We were gone for like a month. <laughs> so this one's from Joshua the Hut in subreddit Bozeman on our episode seven post. He said, "I think I would have enjoyed more if there was some sort of context as to why this was posted in subreddit Bozeman. It wasn't until I saw the beer in episode six that I realized it was filmed locally." At any rate, I appreciated the video, and we'll check out future episodes. Hey, we got a fan. Hey, hey, there fan. we go. That's we, the fan of the maybe, week. Maybe we should be mentioning that we're that we're filming in Bozeman, Montana, just as a throwaway. I think line. we do in the first episode. No, we, I mean just regularly, just like you know, here we are in Bozeman. It's just something. I don't know. Whatever. We can do. Uh, I'm Alex Bowen. I'm right here live from Bozeman, Montana. It's the Red and Happy Hour. Live from Bozeman, Montana. It's the Be Red and Happy Hour, and we're back. They're just gonna have to figure it out eventually. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, do you guys remember um, that we posted a a uh, shower? 
thoughts? I did not know that. That day that we did the Halloween episode, we posted the shower thoughts. And how'd it do? Um, it was, they should have never canceled Firefly is what we posted. And then... <laughs> That's a terrible shower thought. <laughs> God. And then someone marked it as wrong subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> and then one person said, Fox TV executives at their usual short-sighted as cheap as can be caliber. How many other potentially good programs have they messed up? So we were joking about it, but they... That guy actually took it seriously. Ooh, Another guy said, fly fly. have asterisks. Because we put should of never. Oh, should God. have. <laughs> so that's, that's, from, that's from our fans. Wrong subreddit. That was fan moment. We're breaking, we're breaking, we're breaking Reddit because we're breaking the rules. Okay, you're up, Buttercup. I thought you are up. No, remember I started the thing. No, you God, the we talked story. about this. I was supposed to start and you did the first story. Well, then why didn't you start it? Because you just flew right into it. Jesus. Well, come, well, like, it's, are we ever going to go? 2X Chromosomes is back. <laughs> Whoa. We're, we're going to talk about some feminism. Yes. Because our fans love feminism. I was going to do a story from 2X Chromosomes, If there's too. one group of people who that... are capable of talking about feminism, it's four guys nursing hangovers. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. I'm actually well-rested. I'm pretty well-rested, too. Whatever. Anyway. Um, still hungover, though. Male television host wears same suit for a year and goes unnoticed. His aim was to make a point about sexism in the workplace. This is submitted by He Hath a Daily Beauty. Um, it has 2,448 <laughs> upvotes, points, and like just, here we go. 2X chromosomes, man. We're back. We're back into it. Carl Stefanovic wore the same suit every day. In Aust he was part of an Australian news team. And basically, he's kind of known as, like, the prankster of this whole thing. He's kind of, like, a funny news host and all that. But, like, he just kind of said, like, you know, what if I just wore the same suit one day and then the week and then it turned into a month then it turned into a full year? And then eventually, he just it kind of got, you know, into a big old feminism thing. Yeah, he, he told this, he said, Women are judged more, much more harshly and keenly for what they do and what they say and what they wear. I've worn the same suit on air for a year, except for a couple of times because of circumstances. To make a point, and no one has noticed, no one gives a shit, he says. So, um, some more quotes in the article. Basically, that's the whole point. And uh, so, what's the what's the big deal? He wore the same suit for a year. How is that? Is it pro-feminism, anti-feminism? Think about it, come on. That means that the the men, the, no one gave a shit about what he was wearing, but everyone gave a shit about the girls were wearing. Oh. Yeah, so he was basically said, yeah, I'm judged on my interviews, my appalling sense of humor, there on how I do my job, basically. Whereas women are quite often judged on what they're wearing or how their hair is, that's what I wanted to test. Oh. So there wasn't feedback on it, he just wanted to take that generalization. Well, all the girls are jumping on it, though, hard. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So... Basically, Craig Pump. That's our that's our furnace. Craig Pump is base, but yeah, there was feedback. All the girls, a lot of girls were like interviewing him and saying how brave he was and blah blah blah. Brave. And uh, yeah, so what do you uh, what do you think, Juan? This guy uh, is, is this guy a hero? No. <laughs> Why not? I don't. Well, a couple things. And I'm not against women. Here we go. I don't think enough people read 2X chromosomes. Everyone on 2X chromosomes is going yeah, like this is. right now. 2X chromosomes is, one of the, is a default subreddit. It's one of the it's highest One of the highest ones, but I just don't think enough of America is on Reddit. 
to to warrant what he did. I mean, it's like within the top ten non-pornographic websites. And it That's not matter. true. It doesn't matter. It it There's porn on Reddit. You know what I mean. <laughs> Everything on Reddit goes to Facebook. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring See, it back. People, everybody's on Facebook. Like my mom's not on Reddit. That's my point. Okay. Bring it back. But that doesn't mean she. Their demographic, the people who watch the Today Show. Something pop. Australia. Are good for me. This is Australian member. Was it just? Did we lose something? What he's wearing, I mean, Red he's pill. a man. Yeah, I'm a man. I got a Reddit. striped shirt on. And hipster glasses. My slippies. <laughs> my manly beer. My manly craft brew. So. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't have any real feelings on it. <laughs> some random. Some random comments on here. He's like, this one guy was like, "Yeah, uh, I'll notice." And I'm a guy. I'll even remember if a dude wore the same shirt or a girl wore the same dress to parties two weekends in a row. Not gonna care. But if I see you wear the same pants three to four days in a row, I'm going to wonder. End quote. I kind of go back and forth on this thing because it's like that's the that's the fault of the internet. Though. You still have to dress. I mean, if he's dressing up every day, I mean, I guess he wore the same suit, but he could have wore. The, it's like he's a superhero. He could have wore the same suit every day. It still would have been his his suit. He still would have looked good. Yeah. Like he still looked good is the main thing. He wasn't like disheveled. The suit wasn't dirty. It was the same suit. But who get who gives a crap? Did he yeah. wear the same shirt under the suit? I don't know. He showered, you know. No, like, the shirt, though. He probably washed like, That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, he just picks the same suit, out every, you know, every day out of his closet. And you know, what if he has a bunch of suits? I don't know. But, like, what does it matter? I, he probably just kept the suit out. I don't know. The experiment was, uh, I guess, yeah, people didn't notice him well enough. But they're going to notice if, like, a girl is dressing poorly. But they're also going to notice if a guy is dressing poorly, too. Yeah. He wasn't dressing poorly. He was just dressing like a... Yeah. Using her wearing a suit. Yeah. Someone I think would be more likely to notice a woman wearing the same pink dress night after night on the news. But I mean, that's what you expect. Well, women, that's exactly. what women do. They wear different color. I mean, and even if men wear different suits, it's like, oh, here's my dark blue suit, here's my dark gray suit, and here's my black suit. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, it's not the same thing as having a pink blazer and a green dress and a blue blouse. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? What do you think, Chad? Well, I mean, if the suit is just like a plain color, if it's not like drawing attention to yeah, itself, it's it's kind of harder to notice that it's the same thing. It was like a dark blue suit. But the, like what Colin was saying, if if the girl's wearing like a bright pink dress, like which people they, are going to notice? Will. If if a girl if a girl did that though for every episode of the new show, someone and, would notice. And yeah. he did it every episode for a new show. They'd notice, but all they did was transform what they're wearing from clothes into costumes. You just assume that they have to wear that costume every fucking day. <laughs> right. Nobody gives the fast food employee who has to wear that god awful, you know. Yeah. yeah. I wish they changed their I know I, I feel bad for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they deserve to be They deserve to be, yeah. Costume every day. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. They're the real heroes. 
<laughs> You're the real hero. Thanks, McDonald's employee who served me burgers at two in the morning last night. You're the real MVP. <laughs> Here's a Bud Light. Okay. St. Louis woman sentenced 78 years in prison for waterboarding her children. Jesus Christ. Has 2,890 upvotes. We're done with Halloween. Our news <laughs> with, and I always can never find that upvote percentage in this one. It's just not there. It's not like don't worry about it. Like right there. It's popular. It's popular. That's all you need to know. Woman killed kids. Um. Yeah. It's submitted by Lemon Party Organizer. <laughs> That's a cute name. <laughs> Lemon Party. <laughs> yeah. If you guys are sour on politics, visit lemonparty.org. Don't do it. It's Take a scam. A, Gross. Take a big bite. All right. So basically, this woman got sentenced 78 years to prison for waterboarding her children, and there's a couple other things she did. Oh no. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. According to prosecutors, interviews with the girls revealed prolonged abuse in which they had been waterboarded, whipped with electrical cords, forced into scalding or freezing showers, and beaten with an array of blunt objects. Jesus Christ. Further investigation revealed significant scarring on all three of the women's children. Prosecutors said even uh, worse emotional trauma. Quote from the prosecutors. What the defendant did to three of her own children far exceeds the definition of child abuse and amounts to systematic torture. Uh, Assistant Circuit Attorney Tanya Engelhart wrote in a sentencing memorandum for the judge. She was supposed to be their mother and the person that they could trust. Instead, she became a symbol of betrayal and fear, using every tool at her disposal to beat and torture her own innocent children. Holy cow. Wow. So why do you want to talk about this? I just thought it was incredible that, like, there's, I mean, that lady looks crazy. <laughs> She's going to kick some ass. Where did yeah. this happen? St. Louis. Yep, St. Louis, Missouri, down south. But um, the point, the point being, is that like obviously this started with one thing. She didn't like have all this stuff lined up at, before she, you know, was going to have kids. This is something that like she started hitting them, and then it started escalating. Yeah, is my point. Yeah. So I'm but very worried. I don't want to talk about it, but I picked the story, so we're gonna talk about it. All right, if we're going to have to talk about it, um, yeah, I was spanked as a kid, but that's nowhere near waterboarding. Yeah, no kidding. It's, it's effed up. I don't, we're not going to relate to that, but we are, we are <laughs> going to talk about, we're not going to talk about disciplining kids. We're going to talk about what people mentally think is right, and she must have thought that she was doing right by her kids by doing this. What? So is this, should, should we talk, like the Adrian Peterson case with beating his son, now he's out for oh, the yeah, NFL, same thing. He just hit his kid with a switch. To make him bloody, but he was—he thought he was disciplining his kid because that's what his dad did to him. Yeah. So, do you wonder if this is a society thing? Is this a problem in America between North and South, or just the whatever was this region? Was fucking waterboarded when she was younger? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know, but like you that's. Don't know that. I don't think waterboarding is a new thing. <laughs> no, it's not a new. That's thing. terrible. I think of Zero Dark Thirty when I think of waterboarding. Really? But... I've never seen that movie. It's terrific. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the problem is society, and I think the scary thing is is that a lot there's uh, there are way more people in the world that do things that are bordering on torture. I think, in terms of disciplining their kids, that we even know about, which is scary. I think. Have you ever been upset enough to where you want to hit someone? Yeah, I do it to you all the time. <laughs> Ow, zing! I mean, we did talk about pushing in closets, and but I mean, just like sober, sober. Yeah. Angry yeah, sober too. Same thing. I mean, yeah, but it's not not your kid. Yeah. I don't know. 
it's a society thing and it doesn't happen in certain areas and that's the problem is that it's very common and you talk to you panel a bunch you, you if you could panel a bunch of people athletes whatever from their certain regions and they would be fine with that and others would be terrible against it but i mean this is this it's over the top she she waterboarded her kid waterboard is torture did your parents use your their hands on you yeah they, they spanked they, me they, yes with hands yes with hands and i got hands and i got a belt once and i got a wooden spoon the wooden spoon was a big one wooden spoon on the knuckles bamboo hurts <laughs> wooden spoon mm-hmm. yeah i got a two by four like cooking spoon yeah, two by four ones. Jesus, not, not that hard. It's like a huge. They never hit cinder block, hard. eight yeah. foot log. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. time, one time, my mom was trying to discipline me, and like I ran away from her. I was like, I remember doing this. I was like seven, and she was like trying to run after me, and like I like hit away from her so well, she started laughing because she's like, Jesus Christ, Ryan, just don't do that again, okay? <laughs> she's like, just calm down. I got a lot of timeouts, Steve. I, I like freaked like, out. Progress and we're like, yeah, just give it time. I still can't believe we're segueing from this from this story. <laughs> but I don't know. My parents were a little bit, but my 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 father know, is the youngest just... of seven kids of a of just crazy strict Irish Catholic family. Um, grandparents immigrated from Ireland, and uh, my grandma had my dad when she was like 45, 46 years old. Wow. So by the time he was old enough to like act up, she was over 50 and had already <laughs> dealt with this with six other kids and she didn't have the energy to really do anything, but she still was crazy strict. So I hear, I would hear stories of her just like throwing a phone book at my dad. Nice. That's pretty good. Classic. So just, just, just old Irish woman just Classic. does Throw not phone put book. up with things. Jeez. But yeah, my mom like stopped. My mom and dad stopped like after like nine years old I mean it was yeah. pretty much yeah, my, my mom and dad stopped like eight yeah. 19 years old yeah a, occasionally he will request spankings <laughs> I stopped in college yeah I stopped in college I stopped in college after they did it in front of the dorm by that point I knew if I was being a douchebag alright well let's get deeper on this Alex Alex let's go a little bit deeper, deeper. Let's go do you deep. think does you did you being spanked by your by your by your parents do you like enjoy spanking in the bedroom like does that does that become part of your psyche uh, I do thought. You, I thought. Do you like to be slapped by strippers? <laughs> uh, I... Shit! I thought I heard a pop, and then I fixed it. And it must have For this, you should put phone. up a picture of Indian or uh, Samuel Jackson in uh, Black Snake Moon. Moan. You ever see that show? Yeah, I'll cut. It was terrible. With Christina Ricci. Anyway, he plays like on today's show. We've covered topics about fashion and torture. So we're gonna talk about homelessness next. Yay! Yeah! Yay. Jump in. This is the depression Digging episode. Deep this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be it. This will be depressing, depressing story. Depressing week. story week. I've got some good ones after this. I know. I got some way cooler ones saved up. I, these are all filler. All right. Tiny homes for the homeless. Okay. This is submitted by um, MJL574 on the subreddit homeless. Our homeless? <laughs> Our homeless. I'm going to visit that. Yep. 11 points. 100% upvoted. So here we go. Tiny homes for the homeless. This this uh, happens in Madison, Wisconsin. Here, they're I know they've been building tiny homes before, but they're trying to build a community. This is what they're trying to do with this project. So, um, in Madison, the homeless population has risen by seven percent over the last four years, um, to about thirty three hundred people. So, um, the local organizers developed a group called Occupy Madison, basically a put up or shut up campaign to the city, um, to basically build these homes and this community for homeless people. So they show a bunch of pictures of the house, houses and homes and 
Um, it's nine tiny homes. Uh, uh, it, it, the village is, is composed of a permanent comprehensive day resource center. No tiny homes. Safer places to sleep at night, as well as access to restrooms, showers, laundry, community gardening space, and other basic needs for people experiencing homelessness. Um, they will have to work within the system. That's the problem. The local organizers have had problems because they've had to work within the system. So they've complained about they have had to cross all the T's and dot all the I's to get everything passed. And they're mad about that. But I'm like, well, that's this. Sorry, that's the process. If you guys hope you guys expected that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this show more and they talk more crap about the government and how they don't let them do this and, and how the city has been still on this. And then they also talk about how um, homeless spikes. You guys heard about this? Like spikes that they put on the streets oh, yeah. where homeless yeah. people sleep. Yeah. And they stab other they, homeless people with them. Well, oh, no, it's just, no, it's just like it pops out of the ground. They're like diamonds almost like that out of the ground. So they can't sleep in those areas where people use, homeless people oh. use. It's like you're walking around the street on gutter, you know, or like by there, like they have spikes coming out of the ground. They so businesses. Yeah. So homeless people can't sleep there. Shelters. Yeah. So uh, then they get up and get a job. No time for sleeping. Yeah, the quote on that was: um, "People don't choose to sleep in the gutter. Physically preventing people from getting whatever rest they can will not help them in any way, and nor do they help society. It's tempting to say that for every spike a municipality erects, they should provide a warm, safe, clean bed. But the truth is that we should be providing those beds anyway. So after that, let's talk about homelessness. And uh, do you guys?" Do you, Alex, first, do you think this is a quick fix to the major problem? Or do you think this is a step in the right direction? I think there's some merit to it, but you might start getting a lot of homeless people fighting for homes. Yeah, what happens if, like, yeah, there's, who gets to be, that's what I thought right away, who gets to be or in Or maybe you're just making, like, a lot of love shacks for Mike and the boys. Here's what we're that's talking about. That's what I thought, too. Are they trying to create this society, or are they going to be able to live within this society? They're creating this little village for them. And yeah, who like, oh yeah, I'm homeless, but I'm waitlisted on this homeless yeah. shelter, you know? It's kind of difficult. Well, that's, that's how, like, uh, some of the, like, homeless shelters work, that they're, you have to get there, like, right away and stand in line all day yeah. to get a bed. There's, like, a raffle system. Yeah. Jesus, I didn't know that. Sorry, I had no idea. I, you know, that's a good idea. I mean, it, it has a that's lot of merit, but the it. problem is, though, I think it's a Band-Aid. I don't think it's a... Essentially, what they're doing is they're attempting to round up homeless people into a camp. <laughs> you can go that oh, way. You can go, you can go that route. You it's can go that route. Well, because you have to protect the homeless. If you're going to build a bunch of tiny houses for homeless people, you have to protect homeless people because other homeless people are going to get jealous and probably attack them. Homelessness is a very complicated issue because there isn't enough jobs for everybody and not everyone can get jobs like they yeah. can. And not everyone has... Not everyone chooses to be homeless. Some people are just straight up homeless. Yeah. And they can't do anything about it. And it sucks. But this is a complicated issue because, like you said, we just talked about it. They're not, they can't help everybody. There's still going to be plenty of people on the streets. And now that homeless spikes have been spiking in the, you know, the United States, that that's going to... I mean, end of the day, it's a good attempt. It's a good attempt. I mean, they're trying to, like I said, occupy Madison as their start starting point, and they're trying to do it in this city. And, and then they've actually got some response in other cities too. And I think they're trying to rally the troops a little bit. But you know, I don't. Maybe something can come from this. I don't know. You know, talking about the homeless um, spikes, I, I think I want to say London. Um, a bunch of businesses 
got together and they, they all pitched in money to put like the spikes outside of a whole row of businesses and um, as a response the community stopped shopping at there just, oh, just nice. straight up just wow. completely stopped shopping at any of the stores that have the spikes out and they removed <laughs> them like two weeks later after wow. they lost shit tons of money that's why it's complicated <laughs> which is complicated but that's a great i mean that's nice to see you know it's the people obviously don't care that they're homeless I mean, or not not care is not the right word but they're willing to accept it because there's nowhere else for them to go there is like a thing out you know kind of the feeling you have with homeless people like when you see them on the street or like outside of walmart no offense walmart but like it's just like you see them on the corners and you don't have to look at them you don't have to, but they're just they're gonna they're gonna do it no matter what they're gonna stay there but there's always that thing of like they're not gonna hurt you right you know usually there's that is there the unwritten rule of the homeless the, between the homeless and the non-homeless that there will be no violence you know yeah. i don't know but it's just it's I mean, you're, you're gonna have jealousy regardless i mean whether you started doing that for people that have homes like started giving everybody a shack there's gonna be some some form of jealousy and whether we, it's different communities or something that's just how people work but uh we gotta drink some beer yeah on the we sunday gotta, we could go out and give beer or empty beer bottles to homeless people. Let's get full like beer bottles to the homeless. Yeah, let's get all the homeless jokes out now. If you have beer, some. beer bottles for the homeless. We're starting a campaign. There's a great local band called The Taking Tree. Did an awesome song about the homeless. I know The Taking Tree. You do? Yep. Oh man. Let's. We're gonna go eat tacos, and that, that guy, guy doesn't, doesn't have, have a home. home. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's. He a couple, doesn't deserve a home. There's a lot of grassroots groups starting, and they they deserved a special shout out for this. I guess Friends of the State Street Family. The Bubbles Program, which provides free laundry service to the homeless, Occupy Madison, OM Build, Homeless Ministry at Bethel Lutheran Church, Madison Street Pulse. So Madison, Wisconsin is getting the homeless into homes. <laughs> Making them not homeless. All right. Occupy Madison. Moving on. Only a fraction of the population has the genotype that makes moderate alcohol consumption heart healthy. Submitted in subreddit science or the new reddit journal of science um, with silence uh, Underscore HR is who was submitted by 3,405 upvotes and 88% upvoted All right, so basically um, They did a study um, So here I'll just read this first paragraph modern alcohol consumption has widely been heralded as a beneficial Beneficial at reducing the risks of coronary heart disease. A new study from the Salgrenska Academy at the University of Gothenburg suggests that this benefit only exists in a small portion of the population. The research was published in the journal Alcohol. Moderate alcohol intake has been defined in the study as up to one drink for women and up to two drinks per day for men. The study included 618 patients of both genders younger than 75 years old. The patients were admitted to hospitals for coronary syndrome and diagnosed by myocardial uh, infarction. <laughs> That's what it says. It's supposed to be infraction. I just laughed at a fart. Like, seriously, Ryan, come on. <laughs> with, with typical history, ECG, and enzyme changes or unstable anig- wow. angina. Boy, uh, this is chock full of all the stuff. I know. It? These participants... Um, and just under 3,000 heart-healthy controls were given questionnaires on pertinent variables. Body measurements and venous blood samples were also taken. So basically what they found out is that they think about 15% of the general population has uh, can benefit from constantly feeding yourself poison. 
rather than like the one to two drinks a day is good for the heart. The what other studies? What kind of drinks drink. though? What kind of alcoholic drinks? So like one beer, you know, like the this general serving size, one shot, one beer. So finishing eight ounces of wine, I think, is the okay. Yeah. So finishing a fifth of vodka is not gonna. No, no. So the 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 previous study indicates that like one to two drinks per day is good for you. So unlike that story we did last time with the guy who took forty shots. Fifty six shots. Oh yeah. That's fifty four shots too much, or fifty six if you believe this new data. If he had beers beforehand. (laughs) That's two months worth of you know medicine. One do you do you guys know anybody that's do you shots, but it's two, you know anybody you know, that's, that's like two shots a day oh I drink I have a drink uh, a day or I have, to have a beer at the end of the day because it's healthy for me no it's usually wine yeah we put this towards wine it's like oh yeah I have a glass of wine a day because I know it's healthy for me yeah 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 for sure it's healthy for me actually I just saw an article someone posted to Facebook about that but it's I don't I don't know with alcohol. Oh, the article someone posted to Facebook that I saw about that was like, drinking a glass of wine a day um, has, doc- has similar effects to working out. Keeps the doc- it's like, oh God. Yeah, <laughs> here bullshit. we go. Keeps the doctor away. Uh, <laughs> people are going to see that headline. And, I want and people to know that if you think you're so special that you just can have one drink and then not have a drink after, it's just like during like a weekend or like a Saturday, you're like, I'm just going to have one drink tonight, you know? Bullshit! There's like these ninety percent of the pop. I'm throwing I'm throwing stats out there that are totally wrong. Ninety percent of the population of America can't just have the normal amount of drinks. Okay, people want to get drunk. If we had fans, this is where I would have said, "Oh, our fans are gonna say I can." Oh, I can do that. We have one fan. We do. We have one fan. Well, I can have one what's, beer. What's our one fan's name? Uh, Josh the Josh, Hutt. Josh, Joshua the Hut. Joshua right. the Hut. Joshua the Hut. What do you think? Can you have one drink and then keep going? Or do you want to stop after that one drink? Yes. PM us, and we'll give you our phone number, and you can call in and be a caller. Remember, I said ninety percent, so you should, he could be the ten percent. Or just ten percent. But yeah, Kavon's, to Kavon's point, like seriously, people aren't just saying like, "Oh yeah, I have one beer a day because I know it's good for me." Cheers. Mm. You do? No, people aren't saying that. Come on. No, but no, do, I mean, you. do you? Fuck no. Oh. I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I always. Barely... I barely even drink anymore, for Christ's sake. I, I, I just, if just... I have just like one or two beers, then it's more discomforting than a hangover. Yeah. Because it, it's just like this digestion issue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be that person's like, I did all my drinking in college, but I kind of did all my drinking in college. Let's be real. Says the guy that has a podcast where we drink. Yeah, he's drinking a 22-ounce <laughs> beer. Yeah, that's a Sunday yeah. Did we say, again, that's from the Bitterroot Brewing, Hamilton, Montana. And was, and was nut brown ale. Developed in London, England. Collab. And was out to sushi with me last night taking sake shots. I actually did not have a sake shot last night. I had water. Really? Because I drank all day. Man, you missed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Point proven. But I was tired, and I was like, I'm not having sake because I hate sake. I do know some people. It's usually like older women that, that fucking can, hate sake. Like, I, I'm having a glass of wine because I'm old and I earned it. You know, fucking wine tastes like shit. So yeah, <laughs> winos. Winos typically say that though. Like I'm, I'm doing it for my health. It's good Fan, for the brain. Fans, I hate wine. Okay, and I have my reasons. Wine and cheese. <laughs> no, no. High school, whatever. We're not gonna. Talk oh about that. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exorcist. I should have been in the drinking stories. Exorcist all over the bathroom. <laughs> um, didn't hit the toilet. 
Okay, you ready to rock on to the next article? You're up, Buttercup. Okay. I really like that, by the way. I know. 9600 is not in the field. Yeah. Uh, this is my, my last post of the day, and it's awesome. We're going to talk about this because it's going to be a lot of fun. Teacher killed and skinned a rabbit in class to show children how to meet. She showed how. Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> start These again. Words. Teacher killed and skinned a rabbit in class to show children how meat is processed. Okay, submitted 21 hours ago by Rusky Blue. This is on subreddit hunting. It's at 49 points, 92% upvoted. Let's talk about it. So basically this teacher brought a live rabbit to class in Nampa, Idaho. And it was to a bunch of, the class was, oh, it was grade school. It was a bunch of 10-year-olds. Oh. Yeah. This is awesome. Nampa? No, 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 correction. Shit. It was 10th grade biology class. Oh, okay. Oh, come on. I know. So it was a bunch of sophomores. Oh, what? this isn't even a story. I know. <sighs> okay, here we go. Yeah. So the, the teacher had Slow to... news the, day. The teacher had to... Uh, this was like a popular article. It's in the, the UK, te- though, right? Uh, no, it's in oh, Nampa, yeah. Idaho. I just I said know. Nampa, Idaho. Is that in the UK? Yes. Yes. Okay. Don't yell at me. It's my birthday. It's not your birthday anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of terrible what he did though. So this teacher came into class, biology class, science teacher. He's like, "All right, kids, we're gonna kill a rabbit today." He uh, put the animal in a restraining device before breaking its neck and butchering it at Columbia High School in Nampa, Idaho. <laughs> I think of like South Park and like the the Christmas critters and like, yeah, yeah. Drink its blood. Drink its blood. Uh, he also the thing is this teacher also raises rabbits and other livestock on his farm for food. And he wanted to give his 10th grade biology class a lesson on animal slaughter and processing. So all these kids want to know how to, how to basically process meat from a rabbit. Hmm. Because when I go rabbit hunting, I got to know how it's processed. Not cleared by the school administration. No, he's, he's pretty much screwed. Um, it's not looking good for him. He had to apologize, and he's gone through a lot of stuff right now. So Whatever. Yeah. I'm surprised it was Nampa. Nampa's not even like redneck Idaho. It's that's right what they, that's actually what they said. That's actually what they said. Miss Westfall said the district once held mostly rural students, but has seen a rapid increase in enrollment and urbanization because of its proximity to Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Hmm. I so. dissected a pig when I was like in sixth grade. Oh man, I was. That uh, wasn't. Uh, what was I? That wasn't pretty, but I'm not like whining about dissected. it. Dissected. I was. I was in second grade when we dissected a pig. In Idaho. I was in Idaho. But these are tenth graders. How are they? Fifth grader. Did we just dissect anything? Oh yeah, we dissect. We dissected like uh, frogs. In junior when? high science, Did we? yeah, Mrs. Tandy's class. You don't oh, remember dissecting goodness. the frog? No. Well, maybe you were in the resource room. No, I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't in the resource he wasn't room. in the resource room. The resource room is for the slow kids. <laughs> they gave us knives. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we dissected frogs. Scalpels. You don't remember dissecting frogs? I uh, maybe do now. Sixth, sixth grade, seventh grade. I think yeah. Kirsten was my lab partner. Yeah, she was. So, so She's what, having a baby soon. What, what is yeah, deal, she is. What is the big deal with, with this whole thing? Like, some kids got offended? Oh, yeah. the, t- the school, Well, what probably happened is they, they showed the class, and then the class, like, the kids told the their parents, and the parents were like, wah, 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 you know? That's actually pretty exactly what happened. The school was receiving phone calls from 
the parents, not the kids. The kids well, were yeah. the kids went home and told their parents. They didn't say anything in school. Yeah, yeah, but okay, I'm sorry. Are you telling me that a 15 year old girl is not gonna start crying as they watch their teachers snap a bunny's neck? Well, it wasn't cleared by any of the school administrators. No, I know, I know, but yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, you, I, you I mean, I bet, all the, I bet all the kids were like cool. The boys were like cool. You probably should have brought him dead. Yeah, probably. And, not did, and, and not to suppress our two X chromosome fans. That's the he one. Like, he like he like hangs it from a rope. And, and like not to not to suppress our two X chromosome fans, but <laughs> there were probably some girls who liked it too. Oh sure, right. yeah. But okay. I've met enough fifteen year old girls mm. to know that a lot of them probably got very upset. Every, understandably, we lived understandably in a farm community, upset. and there still would have been plenty of girls getting grossed out by that. Yeah, which is fine. There's but nothing sad, wrong but with that. That's actually, disgusting. in our community, there were probably a lot I'm of girls, more barbaric. guys than girls, who probably wouldn't have been okay with that. As all the girls in our class was. Well, anyway, it's so funny that you just like bring in a rabbit. It's like. <laughs> <sighs> So kids, this is a rabbit. Yeah, this is that this animal is Bugs no Bunny. one eats anymore. This is Bugs Bunny right here, and he's dead. <laughs> and I showed you his insides. Yeah. All right. Then it, it leads to wonder, like, what he thought he. I mean, what else he could have brought in? He would have brought in like a deer. That would have been way cooler. That couldn't happen. It would have actually been useful, useful to some yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the area. Nobody hunts rabbit. That, that's very useful. Man, like, has... some people hunt rabbit. Man has NFC chip injected into his hands to store a cold Bitcoin wallet. Submitted in subreddit Cyberpunk Ooh. with 42 upvotes. Nerd. And it was submitted by Specs with a Z. And a C and a K. So S-P-E-C-K-Z. Yep. That, that's one tough badass. Specs. Okay. So a guy basically got an implant. We talked about before, like the implants with the NFC chips into mm-hmm. your palm, and like how you can be like, oh, I'm, I'm paying. This guy is doing it to store a bit cold Bitcoin cash, and so a cold storage of Bitcoin is basically like you have like a reserve of Bitcoin that you're not going to spend. It's your bank account, you know, and he keeps it in his hand. And I just thought it was really interesting. Cause, that's pretty great. I mean, yeah. that's that's the interesting. That, about that's the best use for that that you know cyborg. I mean, implant type thing they're doing. I don't know too much about Bitcoin. I should educate myself, but it's it's like if you put your Bitcoins on a hard drive and then that hard drive is destroyed, those Bitcoins are gone, like yeah. real money. Like yeah. If you burn a dollar bill, that dollar bill is gone. It must be more reliant technology or something. Or it's just cool. It's pretty awesome. What uh, are you looking at Bitcoin? How do I use Bitcoin? You have to buy Bitcoins. Bitcoins, Bitcoins are, are stored in a wallet, which you can use to buy, sell, or send Bitcoins. You, you used to be able to. You actually still can. You can make Bitcoins. Yeah, with you, processing you can, power. Yeah, but it takes forever nowadays. Back it's in called the day, mining. I'm so pissed off. Mining for Bitcoins. Well, back in <laughs> about a couple years ago, go go Bitcoins, Bitcoins were about one for one. It was about one dollar for one Bitcoin. Yep. When they first came out, now it's about seven hundred dollars for a Bitcoin. Well, it's probably lowered since then. It's probably like four hundred now, but still, it's way up there. Yeah. Well, it's, so if you got in early, Bitcoin was like eleven cents. Yeah. If you got in early, you could make total bank today. Oh no, I know, I know a guy. He lives in Seattle. He made well over quarter million dollars investing in mining bitcoins because he started like at the very beginning. I'm pissed because he told me to do it. I thought it was stupid. I thought Bitcoin was kind of stupid back then. I mean, I, I like the concept and everything, but I'm never ever gonna invest in it. Back then, I wish I could have liked it back then, but I still kind of don't like it now. I still don't like it. I just don't really care. Even like gold. If you had like bought gold back in 2009, God. Golly. I tried up to understand what Bitcoin was. We could have had some gold. It's a a universal cryptocurrency. 
So this, this anonymous guy invented this cryptocurrency. He invented this algorithm to protect, to encrypt um, data. Yes, yeah. And they're using it. Um, his, his first application for it was like, well, we can use this algorithm to build a universal currency. And this is how the system worked. It's, I mean, the way Bitcoins w work, it's like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you're the original Bitcoin guy, then you have more Bitcoins because people yeah. have to buy yeah. Bitcoins from you. From you. So that, no one knows who that guy is, though. He is the king right. of he wrote all the He wrote all the white papers on it anonymously. Couldn't he just make himself Bitcoins without having to go deal with all the bullshit? He is Bitcoin. Well, that, that's inflation. I, mean, I know, but... He could do it in small enough amounts to not really fuck with the inflation, but set him up for life. Well, that that would probably risk revealing himself, though. It probably would. You're right. Um, All the same, though. A couple cool. couple months ago, what was it? Time Newsweek did an article on Bitcoin, and one of the reporters tracked down who he thought the inventor of Bitcoin was, and caused this huge stir. Elon Musk. Where this guy is like <laughs> Banksy. Where this guy is uh, like suing Amelia. Newsweek now. There you go. Yeah, it's I'm back. <laughs> I brought universal cryptocurrency from the bottom. Is of Amelia the Earhart uh, rebooting her image? Find out know. tonight at ten. Ten ways Amelia Earhart is rebooting her image. You'll never believe it, doctors hater. There, there's all of them. Are rabbits ten in deep trouble? Yeah. Find out tonight at ten. This rabbit was the one that was shown on the That's video. That's awesome. And look at that cute little bunny. Oh, that's the rabbit. Oh, I have I a cool know. little. Uh, oh, okay. We could think. This Here's is the X-ray of the guy. I don't know if that's photoshopped or what. Kind of of photoshopped. The... Oh, that's awesome. I don't think it's photoshopped. That's the rabbit. I think it's photoshopped. And he died. Stupid thing to photoshop. So yeah, it's too good looking. Be Reddit. Be Reddit. Happy it. hour. That's the episode. Watch should, us on should, YouTube. We should end it with a rabbit one. Then we could end it with like a Louis Tunes Reddit. thing. Be our Reddit Colin's dressed like a hobo today, by the way. Yeah. I hope knew that. I just not really. Colin literally got out of bed and came into the episode. Because he is cool. Now Colin's gonna go home, practice Nidhog, and Try to beat us. Yep. That's the idea. That's, that's the idea. <laughs> He's already down to Orange. I gotta, I gotta go play rock. some Assassin's Creed. Oh, oh, the new Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Blah, blah, blah. Buying, Rogue. see, boo. Boo, when you're buying an Assassin's Creed game, oh, it's like right. buying like an ESPN game. Oh, right. Game. Reddit wants me to boycott Ubisoft. Fuck you, Reddit. No, I have no, I have no intention to boycott Ubisoft. They make some good stuff. But Assassin's Creed is just a hoard out franchise. I love it. I've played all of them. So I love it. It's so like horror. buying the next Madden. So I'm a huge Assassin's I'm Creed. So horror. Horror. I'm so whore. I'm so whore. I'm so Assassin's Creed. I'm still playing Grand Theft Auto V for fun because it's awesome. Comes out, new version coming out. I know. I think we're going to upgrade to the new version because it's first person mode. I just, You know what I do in Grand Theft Auto V? I just go in the hills and kill things. It's <laughs> so, um, <laughs> too easy to get rid of the cops in Grand Theft Auto V. You what? just go, you just in, go the in the hills. hills. <laughs> I know. Are we doing one next week? Is it, are, we, are, we doing, are we doing a podcast next week? I don't know. It's Cat Grizzly. We'll see. I'll text everybody. Okay. We can, we can probably cut. Okay. That's all, folks.